does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. So glad you could join us on a cold Saturday night. Got a lot of basketball to talk about. Squeeze in some football, too, right now, though. He's back. He's the star of the show. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach. It's a pleasure to be back with you and Nathaniel Finch here in downtown Indianapolis. Let's hit on all three big ones today, college, high school, basketball and some NFL in division one action today the Purdue Boilermakers they get back into the win column they defeat the Penn State Nittany Lions 95 to 78 Zach Eady had his second career game with 30 plus points 20 plus rebounds today finished with 30 23 assists and three blocks next up for the Boilermakers are the Indiana Hoosiers Tuesday night that game exclusively on Peacock at 7 p.m. Central the Butler Bulldogs they fall to the Seton Hall Pirates, 78-72. to Next up for the Bulldogs Tuesday night will be the Xavier Musketeers. In terms of some high school basketball boys, Bedford North Lawrence defeated Jennings County 58-57. to Blackford edges out a win over Winchester, 64-59. to Our first overtime game, Boonville by two points over Gibson Southern, 51-49. And then in the NFL wild card weekend, the Houston Texans trounce the Cleveland Browns 45 to 14. Joe Flacco throws two pick six sixes. CJ Stroud tosses for three touchdowns. Two minute warning in Kansas City. The Chiefs are just leading the Miami Dolphins 13 to 7 in what is a chilly, chilly night out in Missouri. More to come on IST with Network Indiana Sports Updates. I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We are so glad you're with us. Got a lot of basketball to talk about. On the boys and girls side, the pairing show coming up next week. Uh, Mr. Rakestraw and I will be doing that live from the IHSAA headquarters. And so um, we're encouraging you to join us if you can. Uh, McCutcheon's Jeff Canoy joins me. Coach, congratulations on the win tonight. Tell me again who you played and, and what the score was. I uh, I can't hear very well tonight. I'm I, sorry. I got you. I understand that. We were at Muncie Central today at the Fieldhouse, and we won big, actually, 70-23. to 23. Um, Freshman Lily Graves led us with 30 points again tonight. What a thrill to be in the Fieldhouse, you know, number one, yeah. one, you know, one, of the most, one of the most storied venues in our state. And also to put together this kind of performance, as I mentioned, we got the pairing show coming up, so now is a perfect time to be playing as you played today. Yeah, great time to get hot, that's for sure, and Lily's played really well. Our whole entire team, to be honest, has played really well. We're setting it. 17-2 and two going into the final, you know, week and a half here of the season, so pretty excited to, to end it up here and see how it goes in the tournament. Well, I think I think it's going to go well. And one of the things that you guys have done is be consistent the entire year, Coach. And uh, we've talked about this before. You've got a, a group that understands one another, understands how to play, have a great love. You're talented. You've got a lot of ingredients that great teams have, and it certainly showed itself tonight. Yeah, well, that's for sure. Well-rounded uh, overall team win for us. you got – four sophomores and a freshman that play a ton for us, and they're just getting better and better, our young kids are. So, like I said, we're really looking forward to uh, the tournament. 
So uh, what will be the routine next Sunday when Greg Rakestraw and I are bringing you guys this information? Well, we've got to get through this. We've got three tough games this week. Um, get through right. that first. That's, that's our first goal. And then kids will all get together. Um, we'll have a big team meeting and all, um, get all kids get together. Coach don't like to go to that because they have more fun without us there. They can make fun of us and laugh <laughs> at us when we're, we're not there. So um, right, they'll all get right. together on, on Sunday night and make fun of the coaching staff, which is, which is all part of the fun. All right, so tell me uh, again about this ball game. Defensively, you guys were absolutely locked into this um, really, really strong. And you mentioned Lily and the kind of player she is. So, you know, offensively, defensively, you were dominating today. We played really well. And we told the kids going to that, Muncie Central's having a tough year. Um, Jayla Skate does a really good job over there, former Muncie Central player. Um, but they're just struggling with talent right now. It goes through cycles in high school sports. You know how that goes. And so they're right. struggling a little bit. But, so we told our kids we've got to lock in. Be ready to go to come over there, and we jumped out um, right off the bat. Scored 22 points in the first quarter, and so really locked down defensively. To be honest with you, coach, we didn't shoot it real well, but we played really well mm-hmm. defensively and rebound rebounded right. very well. So that's the key. You're going to have good nights and bad nights shooting the ball, but we, we right. defended well and, re- and rebounded well. So, so it was a good good night for us. Well, you have Danville at uh, on the road. You have Anderson on the road. Western at your place, West Lafayette, to wrap it up. A little bit of a challenge here in these next couple of weeks, Jeff. Yep, exactly right. We've had a tough schedule. We played uh, Benton Central last week. We ten uh, played Carroll last week, which is a really good game for us. So we've had a tough stretch down the end here so far. So it's good. Good games for us to battle. I think a little bit. Um, and we'll see. Western's a really good team. Obviously, Danville's a really good team um, coming to the tournament. So good preparation for us as we get ready to go to play a tough 4A sectional. Girls basketball today, McCutcheon, 70-23 winners over Muncie Central. Jeff Canoy, thank you so much for the call, and good luck in these next few games. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it, and looking forward to seeing you next Sunday. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Next Sunday, as Jeff pointed out, and I've alluded to already, shamelessly plugging the pairing show for the IHSAA Girls State Finals coming up. Uh, that is on the 21st, so a week from tomorrow night, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock, Greg Raystraw and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters on the IHSA Champions Network. Many of these same great stations on Indiana Sports Talks uh, on our Network Indiana affiliate list will be bringing you these uh, uh, that information. Join us 5 o'clock to 7. If you haven't seen the shows before, it's a pretty simple gig. We start with 1A, work our way up to 4A, uh, and uh, it goes quickly. Uh, We try to mention as many teams as we can, and we try to mention as many names as we can. Uh, Greg Rakestraw will do all the work. I'll just make sure we get in and out of breaks. That's kind of how we have this set up. I like it. I like how it works. So if you haven't had a chance to watch pairing shows before, we encourage you to do it. Think you'll like it. And more importantly, you're going to find out who's going to be playing who. Coming up tonight, we've got a lot of basketball to talk about. It's chilly. If you're inside, good. Cuddle up. Listen. I'll try not to put you to sleep until later. So stay with us. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Eddie Garrison with us tonight. Eddie Garrison, what's going on? How's it going, Coach? You know what? Going well. Started my day with the IUPUI matchup at the field, excuse me, at the Coliseum for Indiana Farmers Coliseum on the Indiana State Fairgrounds. A tough loss for those guys to Oakland. Oakland played awfully, awfully well, and then 
came home and had to do, you know how it is, Eddie. I had to mm-hmm. work around the house. My wife has a has a list for me when I'm waiting for me as I walk in. And um, so get ready for the show, ready to go, have some fun tonight. So what's up with you? We got um, we got basketball. We had some games today, did we not? We had oh, plenty yeah. of games today. Oh, yeah. We had plenty of high school. We had plenty of college. Both girls and boys on the high school side had some NFL action today. So, uh, yeah, it was a very, very busy day in terms of hoops across the Circle City. All right, when do the Pacers play again? Uh, they play tomorrow afternoon. They're in Denver uh, for a 3.30 start, and then a quick turnaround, they will play the Utah Jazz Monday nights. Right, okay. So, road trip's off to a good start, that's for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get a win over the uh, Atlanta Hawks last night. Of course, every win during this road trip, right. uh, six games will be uh, detrimental just because the Pacers are without Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, if you can go 3-3 three and three for the Pacers, uh, that's a win, even though you finish 500, because that means you're playing good basketball and you beat some pretty good teams, because uh, the Utah Jazz have only lost one game in the month of January. I believe they are now 5-1 and one this month. You, of course, the reigning champion uh, Denver Nuggets, they are always a challenge, especially at home. Yeah, the Sacramento Kings as well. Um, so it's a very, very difficult challenge coming up for the Pacers, especially without their best player. Last night, it was a nice complimentary effort. I believe Obi Toppin let him in scoring, didn't miss a shot, but back-to-back games now where they've had six-plus players reach double figures and wins. Outstanding. Also, a lot of attention, and rightfully so, on NFL playoff action. Um, Unbelievable weather. Uh, They've moved. (laughs) One game got moved. Um, It's amazing the kinds of weather that you have. And it, to me, it's amazing in this day and age why you'd still be playing outdoors is beyond me, quite frankly. I, oh, I don't yeah. I fully, I don't understand that. So uh, It's beyond me why some of these players are out there playing in no sleeves and how fans sit out through this and like, wow. Because, I mean, the players, right. at least on the sidelines, they have heated benches, they have hot chocolate and all yeah. that stuff. But yeah. you're, you're a fan. You have to stand out there in the elements, and it's probably more challenging to be a Chiefs fan uh, or a Dolphins fan out there in Kansas City right now than it is playing on the field. Alcohol makes you do crazy things, Eddie. I think you understand that. I don't mean that that you have personal knowledge of that particular situation, but and you know how it is. Some of these fans are going, "Oh, it's not that cool. I'll go out there." And you know, there you always have that element of people who go, uh, who are contrarians, who do things differently, uh, want to draw attention to themselves, and just show you how tough they are. Um, okay, fine. You want to be outside skin unprotected in sub-zero weather knock yourself out i don't care what you do i really don't so so what's the schedule tomorrow uh when i'm not busy what will i be watching well with the buffalo bills and the pittsburgh steelers being pushed to monday only two games tomorrow you've got the green bay packers at the dallas cowboys that is a 4:30 start and that is on fox um, and then the nightcap on NBC will be the L.A. Rams and the Detroit Lions. Uh, Matthew Stafford's return back to Detroit. All right. That sounds perfect, Eddie. 
throughout the night we're going to spend some time talking with Eddie. We've got a lot, of, a lot to talk about. High school basketball. Don't forget, send Eddie a text. Send, reach him uh, on X with scores, videos, all that kinds of stuff. Have some fun with that. Eddie Garrison coming up soon with a scoreboard update to catch you up on everything that's going on in the world of sports. We're talking basketball tonight. I do want to remind everyone a week from tomorrow on the 21st of this month, Greg Rickstraw and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters for the pairing show for the upcoming Girls State Finals presented by the Indiana Pacers and the Indiana Fever. So make sure you join us 5 to 7 next Sunday night talking about who's playing whom. I'm Eddie Garrison with this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update. Some boys high school basketball from today. The Evansville Harrison Classic. Evansville Central defeated Springsfield Southeast. They're in Illinois, 65-61. to Christian County from Kentucky traveled to Evansville, and they took the loss to Evansville Christian, 76-54. to Evansville boss C all over Indianapolis Ritter, 81-68. to Brownsburg defeats Castle. Low-scoring affair, 44-39. to One of the higher scoring games on the day, Evansville, Harrison, and Springfield Southeast. They are from Illinois. 151 combined total, 81-70 the final score. Evansville, Harrison picks up the win over Springfield Southeast. Evansville Wrights defeated Christian County. They are from Kentucky, 48-43. to And the Johnson County Tournaments, Center Grove are, is the victory over Whiteland, 68-43. So congrats to the Trojans on winning the Johnson County Tournament. Marion County Tournament was also settled today. Lawrence North, they top Franklin Central, 78 Now in girls' high school basketball, Bedford North Lawrence tops Floyd Central, 60-54. Ben Davis, they just edge out Pike, 63-55. A double overtime game between Rock Creek Academy and Brownstown Central, 165 Total points in this one, 85-88 final. Brownstown Central with the double overtime victory. Cascade in Indianapolis. Cena was not pretty. 69-19 the final score. Cascade on top. Clay City tops South Vermillion 47-14. And Clinton Central 67 defeats Faith Christian at 32. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. One of my favorites joins us. Rob Blackman, the voice of the Purdue Boilermakers. Boilers today in impressive fashion. Beat Penn State. The uh, final in this one, 95-78. Rob, thank you so much for the call. And I think the uh, Boilers are trying to make a statement after the bounce-back win tonight uh, from the loss earlier in the week. They made a statement, especially Zach Eady with 30 points and 20 rebounds. What more do you want this guy to do? Yeah, three assists and three blocks. Not bad for uh, Zach Eady. Uh, we talked about it on our pregame show today, Bob, that uh, we kind of felt like Zach was due for a breakout game because he mm-hmm. last couple of ball games he actually had looked somewhat uh, mortal, if, uh, if if that's the right word. <laughs> uh, now, it I is. That, think about this. 
two two games ago against Illinois, he had ten points but fifteen rebounds, and then against Nebraska Tuesday night, he had fifteen point seven rebounds. For a, for a whole lot of college basketball players, uh, they would take those kind of numbers and uh, and be and sleep very easy at night. Uh, Zach Eady is not just one of your typical college basketball players, however. Uh, he he needed a 30-20 night, and he gave us one today. So really cool to see. And uh, we had to do some digging into the, into the into the archives on this one, but it's <laughs> only the tenth time. Think about this now: Purdue basketball history. That's only the tenth time that someone's had a 30-20 game. Uh, so, and two of them have come from Zach Eady. Two of the ten. So, uh, yeah, right. pretty impressive day for him. And by the way, on 12 shots, he was 10 of 12. He did oh, all of that on just oh, field oh attempts. Well, I think I think he took the loss personally. I I think, you know, you talked about his stat line. I I, I don't know him like you do, but I just get this sense that he took that personally and and, and vowed to himself. I'm not having that day the next time out. We're not going to have that kind of game the next time out. And I will personally put people on my back and carry them forward so that we get back on the right track. I don't know if he was thinking it, but he sure played like he was thinking that. Uh, That's for certain. You know, he did not have a good game. One thing we talked about Tuesday night at halftime on our broadcast is is we felt like that that first 20 minutes in that game at Nebraska was probably Zach Eady's worst half of basketball since maybe his sophomore season. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we couldn't even we couldn't even think back to the last time Zach had had even a bad half of basketball. He has been so dominant for the last year and a half. So yeah, I think there may be a little extra motivation for him uh, just to kind of you know maybe reestablish himself as the front runner for the National Player of the Year. Uh, and if you want to do that, well, yeah, go ahead and have 30 points and 20 rebounds. Uh, that'll put you right back at the front of the list for the. For a player of the year, and did it in the, in thirty minutes. You know, it's not like he played all forty yeah, minutes. Yeah. He actually was on the bench for ten minutes today. Only played thirty minutes. So uh, tough to be much more productive, I think, than thirty points in thirty minutes. That's awfully good <laughs> stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Rob Blackman joining us. We're talking about the Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, besides Edie's thirty, they had a, they had nice balance. I mean, um, they had a bunch of guys. Uh, Braden Smith was six, Lawyer with eleven, uh, Caleb First was seven, Gillis was seven, Heidi with eight, Colvin with seven. You know, that's one of those nights where everybody who gets in it, and they, they were sharing the wealth, and had, people were stepping up. Which, when they do that, they're hard to play. Yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, everyone uh, that played in the game a significant amount of minutes up until the time that, that Matt Painter cleared the bench, uh, you know, added something in the scoring column except for Ethan Morton, and, and that's not really what his deal is anyway. His job is to come in and, and take care of the basketball. Maybe the most amazing statistic today, uh, non-Zach Eady related, is the fact that Ethan Morton had a turnover. That, that is only his mm. – today was mm. only third turnover of the whole season now think about this wow this guy we're, we're now into game number 17 on the year and he plays a bunch of minutes off the bench for those that don't right pay attention, right he's a lot today and has the ball in his hands a lot he, he's the backup point guard today was his third turnover for the entire season so <laughs> that was that was pretty amazing that he's been that good with a basketball but yeah get back to your original point just felt like everyone contributed. I think Braden Smith, uh, the six points gets overlooked uh, because he had 11 assists and only two turnovers. Speaking of guys that don't turn the ball over very much, when Braden Smith does not turn the ball over, uh, he may very well be the best point guard in the country. Uh, and he and he looked he looked the part today. 
they needed this win. I, I think they needed it to feel better about themselves. Um, I mean, we don't have any idea what the pressure's like. You're number one. The expectations are through the roof with this group. And so it's hard to live up to that day after day after day. And it's good to come out and uh, get a bunch of guys in and play as well as they did today. And and protect the home court. Um, you, you talk about the pressure sure. being number one. You know, I'm, I'm watching Houston earlier tonight, and they lose at TCU. Uh, Houston, number two in the country when the week started, undefeated, and they lose twice this week. But but how did they lose? <laughs> Road games <laughs> in conference, right? Hey, that's right. welcome to conference play. Uh, we're talking the number two team in the country, lost twice this week. But, again, conference games on the road. That's why it's so important to take care of your home court. And think about this, Purdue's next two games are road games, at Indiana Tuesday, at Iowa Saturday. So if you want to have any realistic expectation of winning a Big Ten championship, you have to take care of your home court and protect that home court, and and Purdue was able to do that today. I got about a minute and a half here. Tell me about Tuesday's matchup. What do you you think you see in this matchup down in Bloomington? Well, I watched, uh, watched all of their game on Friday night against Minnesota, talking about Indiana. Uh, you know, it sure looks to me like uh, when Mbako is engaged on the offensive end, uh, he is a real difference maker for them with his ability to not only uh, score the ball in the paint but step out and shoot mm-hmm. the three-point shot. Uh, so that makes them awfully dangerous. And, look, you know, the easy the easy answer is it's always tough to play at Assembly Hall. Well, that's not really yeah. easy. It's yeah. the obvious answer. But I would also add this. It's not like Indiana is scared of Purdue. Uh, Indiana is on a three-game winning streak against Purdue. Um, right. I think Purdue fans may have forgotten that. But the last three times these teams have played, it's been Indiana winning. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's been all Indiana here for a little while. Uh, so it it, uh, it will not be easy. It never is easy. Indiana seems to be playing better now, at least after that one game uh, I watched Friday night against Minnesota. Uh, so, yeah, I look, it's Purdue, Indiana. I don't know what else needs to be said. <laughs> yeah, uh, so right. It'll be a, it'll be a grinded out, uh, you know, bloody nose, blue blue collar type of game because it always right. is. That's what makes it so much fun. He's Rob Blackman. He's the voice of the Purdue Boilermakers. Boilers win ninety. Excuse me, ninety four. No, no, no. Hold on. Ninety five. Can't read my own writing. Ninety five seventy eight over Penn State. Rob, thanks. Have a great call on Tuesday. Thanks for your time. Okay, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up, more basketball. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up soon with Eddie Garrison. This is Indiana Sports Talk.